player to player, pimp to pimp. Talking about my pimp juice, your pimp juice, and my pimp juice. This is Tim. This is your Giant Straight Talk, powered by Online Big Blue LLC. Want to talk about can the OG QB turn around and steal a game in Buffalo? Oh, I think it's a very interesting dynamic to discuss. First of all, we don't know if um, it, we don't know 100% yet if if um, Daniel Jones is going to be out. We don't know yet. You you can't say, you know, what with Dave, you know, the the Dableisms are always, you know, it's a game time decision. It's day to day. We've been hearing the same thing about Andrew Thomas. He's been a game time decision. He's been day to day forever now, and we just can't get his ass on the field. But with the neck injury to Daniel Jones and all the other issues that the Giants have, it's interesting to think, could the OGQB come in and turn around and, and steal this win in Buffalo? It, it, would, be the, it would be the return of, of, of the tie rod to the Buffalo Bills. Of course, he was with Buffalo. He was with Buffalo for a couple of years. He brought them into the um, playoffs with a wild card berth, and they did lose that game. At 34 years old, he started multiple times. And he just seems to be a guy that if, if you want to, um, you know, as a backup quarterback for a short period of time, could he be the answer for the New York Giants? My answer is probably no. Not at this point in time. You got too many things, unless you are going to dramatically change the offense, unless you are going to dramatically have a pendulum shift and go more towards a, 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 an attacking style offense, go more toward with a little, I should rephrase it, unless you go to more of a three-step quick drop offense and then add a little bit of an attacking element, you know, maybe trying to develop some plays to go deep, understanding the fact that it's okay to leave either a tight end or a running back into block and maybe not have that running back be Eric Gray. Has anyone ever thought maybe just putting Daniel Bellinger in the backfield? I know it's a crazy idea, but, and I know more than likely teams are going to be like, well, they're going to throw because Daniel Bellinger's in the backfield, but it's going to allow you an extra blocker. I know it's a crazy idea. I know it's a crazy scheme. And, you know, the Giants with Brian Dable and the boy, and the boy wonder Mike Kafka, they got, they got to try something different. They got to come up with something different. They got to come up with a philosophy for Sunday night football that is going to allow the Giants to be competitive because, I got my fingers crossed and I have for the last five weeks, but I'm not seeing the competitiveness in this game. I could totally be wrong. And I hope to God I'm totally wrong. I've been totally wrong the last four weeks or three weeks when I predicted giant wins because of the fact that I was thinking, you know, as a fan and not as someone that's taking that step back, I broke my own rules of being objective and stepping back because it's been so long since we've had a, you know, a continuum of winning seasons that I broke my own rule of being objective and not being a fan when I do videos. But at this point in time, if you take a look at the Buffalo bills, if you take a look at their offense, hell, if you take a look at their defense and you take a look at the giants offensive line, Justin Pugh is not going to come in and save the day. You know, you, you, everyone wants to bring in Mr. Collins, but the problem with Mr. Collins is he hurt himself in December. I think he had his surgery in January. This seems to be like another OBJTs. And of course, if you go by the venerable football pro, uh, fo, put, excuse the venerable pro football focus, he had a 57.9% rating last year. You talk to some Cincinnati Bengals fans. They said he sucked last year. 
but it's a giant move to bring him in. Yes, the injury, you know, the Giants have signed a couple offensive linemen, but it, it's one of those things that you have to look at this and, and just see where you're at. Any given Sunday, that should be the rule in the NFL. So that, that should be, that is the rule in the NFL. Any given Sunday, any given Sunday, any team can win. But you're going to have to have a, Her- a Herculean task or feat here coming in right now. Cause you're going to have to bring in Saquon, you know, hopefully Saquon Barkley come back. I, I I'm not, I am not full of confidence that Andrew Thomas is going to be back. And if he is going to be back to what extent. So you wouldn't, you would literally to shock the world. You would have to take the OG QB and Tyrod Taylor and do something totally different. And I'm not talking motion. <laughs> oh, no more motion, please. No more motion. I love it how people went from Jason Garrett, which was no motion, and we had a very vanilla offense, to having the most motion that I've ever seen outside of a waterbed and still having the most predictable offense and vanilla offense there is. Is that why they call him Vanilla Vic? Because his offense is so vanilla? <laughs> is, is that the reason why? Sure, like- you know, I got to hear this, though. Everyone's talking about this. This is Brian Dable talking about Josh Allen. Hold on a second. Let's listen to this together. He missed you, you know, like that. The, the, his play dipped because you weren't there. What did you, what did you think when you heard that? Josh Allen's a. First of all, his play didn't dip when he wasn't there. He threw two, I think, three more interceptions and four more touchdowns and for more yards. But let's 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 not semantics get in the way. Believable player, one of the best in the league. Um, you, know, you can put him in probably any offense, and he's going to produce. So, um, you know, I missed him as a, a person. You know, we're close. Uh, but as a player, um, he's a heck of a player. You put on any tape, he's exceptional at everything. He can run, uh, but he can throw it. And he can throw it wherever he needs to throw it. 80 yards down the field, drop a dime on the move to the right, put it back across his body, scramble back up, scramble around, throw it out, throw it on time. Um, he's got significant <clears throat> playmaker. You know, it'd be nice for him to talk about Daniel Jones this way. I always love it because he's talking about Josh Allen like this, and then you go to Dan Jones. Dan Jones is our quarterback. In terms of Diggs and Davis, who I have familiarity with, who are unbelievable players, uh, Dawson Knox, they had a Dalton. Uh, they got three good runners. Their offensive line is intact, um, but he's uh, he's a special player. He's he's one of the best in the league. Dave, do you know what that area is? Like? And he may he, he makes he makes you better as a play caller too. So um, he's he's one of a kind. I love how he interrupts the next question that lets you know that he makes you better as a play caller and makes you, and he's one of a kind. I love that. <laughs> that just, that just kind of made me, that just kind of made me laugh for a minute. <laughs> oh, but can we do this? Can we do this? I, I don't understand this one. I'm reading. I'm reading. I got it. I'm reading Twitter. I don't know why I'm reading Twitter. I got to get the fuck off Twitter. I'm off Twitter. I just clicked it off. So I'm reading something. And again, it's stupidity at its finest. Um, again, people are blaming Bobby Johnson. I, lo- I love how certain people like, I don't know, in the league and analysts that were like NFL MVPs and everything else said, it's not all Bobby Johnson's fault. A lot of it's on your quarterback. But you know what? It's it's like I said. It's it's the giant way. You blame the you blame the position coach, then you fire them. You blame your coordinators, then you fire them. 
Then you blame the head coach, then you fire him. Then you blame the general manager, and then you fire him. That's 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 ex- that's what it is. It couldn't just be the lack of talent. It could it couldn't just be that at this point in time, you know, some of the players we have just aren't good. It just couldn't be that. No, it can't be that. It's it's always someone else's fault. But at the end of the day, can we turn this around? Can we make this work? Can 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 the OG QB Tyrod Taylor, like I said, come in, shock the world, and do this? And like I said, unless you are going to just change your entire philosophy, and unless you are just going to throw the playbook out the window and just say, okay, this is what we are going to do. We are going to, we are going to shock Buffalo to the point that they're not going to know what's hit them. And I've said this before, what I would do to shut just to, just to shock Buffalo right away. Cause Buffalo's got a really good defense. What I would do is I would put, I would go four wide and I would just tell them just, just all run down the field. Go everyone, everyone go our favorite word that which we don't like to do a vertical and just chuck the ball. That's what I would do. Shock them, mix it up a little bit, make them, make them, make them understand that we're not going to be this vanilla running team, play action, rollout team that we were last year that everyone has film on. We're not going to do that. We are going to turn around. We are going to shock the world and we're going to try to hit you deep and hit you deep often and see what happens. You may get Tyrod killed. You could get Tommy DeVito killed, but who cares? You're trying to win a game here. You're trying to go into a situation that you know you can't win. Is this as bad as the Alamo? I don't know because the Alamo was pretty bad. It turned out horrible (laughs) for the Virginians. So I I just think that if you're going to do something, if you're going to go do something different, you got to do it now. And then I get worried. What if? Then you got to get worried about this. Let's just say for argument's sake that somehow Tyrod Taylor goes to Buffalo and beats the Bills. Goes 22 or 30, 300, three touchdowns and an interception, and he shocks the world. And then Daniel Jones is healthy the following week for Washington. Boy, that would just screw up everything. <laughs> that would just, that would be the ultimate. That would be the, see, this is the thing though. The way the Giants have been run the last 10, 12 years, that would just be the way it would work. Tyrod Taylor would come in. He would win. Daniel Jones would be healthy for Washington. And then Brian Dable would probably have to sit there and go, oh, we're going back to Daniel Jones. And then, then Daniel Jones throws up a stinker against the commanders. Oh, if this is the last 12 years, that's just, that's just, that's just the way it would be. But let's see. I'm not going to, I'm not counting anything out. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to play. I'm not counting. They haven't, they haven't signed a quarterback, which kind of tells me that there is, there is a possibility he could play. If he doesn't play, I'm not going to be shocked. I, I am shocked they don't have some kind of uh, contingency plan. So maybe we sign, even if we sign someone today and they're not going to be ready if we have an emergency. And like I said, Tyra Taylor is 497 years old. So that emergency could come quick. Don't forget about the big live stream on Sunday, Sunday Giant at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as always, this is Tim. Don't forget to like. 
Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bug. You want to know why? That'd be awesome.